0: There's an interesting pattern we see in the Torah when it comes to marriage. Yaakov Avinu, he found Rachal he found his wife by the well, by the Be'er. We see the same thing with Yitzchak Avinu. When Eliezer went out to find a wife for Yitzchak, he went to the well and that's where he found Rivka. And we see the same thing is, again, by Moshe Rabbeinu. He was by the well, which is where he found his wife, Zepaira. And we see this interesting pattern of finding their spouse by a well, by a Be'er. And what's the significance to this? Is there perhaps a deeper lesson that is relevant to each one of us? There's a difference between water that comes from a well, and water that comes from rain, or from a lake or ocean. Rain, there's nothing that I need to do for that water. It just comes down from Shemaim, it comes down from the heavens, and it's readily available. Likewise, water in a river, or a lake, or an ocean, the water is there, it's accessible, It's available. There's nothing for me to do. But when it comes to the water in a well, the water in a well is very deep under the ground. In fact, well water is from the cleanest and most delicious and freshest waters that there are. But it's hidden deep underground. And the only way to access it is to dig deep to dig through the earth remove the dirt remove the rocks until i access the water but i don't need to put the water there the water is already there i just need to dig and access it and once i have dug my well i need to make sure that the well stays clean the well stays accessible because it's possible for a well to fall into disuse with garbage and earth and dirt filling it up and stuffing it up many times we find people who are quote-unquote searching for themselves we have a sense of disconnection or some pain or a sense of emptiness, or a hole in our hearts. Sometimes it could come across as numbness. And we misinterpret those feelings as if I am missing something, I'm lacking something. And we go out and we search for something to fill us up. So some people, they could feel like they're just not inspired. They're just not connected. So they'll go and they'll try different Limudim. They'll learn this. They'll learn that. There are some people, they jump from Limud to Limud, always trying to find a Rebbe, a sheir, or something that will make them, give them that feeling of fullness. And we see some people, they have a pattern of every so often, every few weeks, every few days, or every few months, It just doesn't do it for them they go on to the next one some people do that with jobs they're at a certain job or a certain company and they're there for a few weeks or a few months or even a year or two but they're always jumping from one thing to the next because it just didn't speak to them it just didn't do it for them they want that it didn't connect it didn't make them feel whole didn't make them feel good some people do that with relationships they 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 have many marriages or they go through many friends there are some people who almost they're like almost addicted to self help books constantly buying and researching and reading more and more and more self help books and the common denominator is a sense that i am not enough that i am missing something i am lacking there's something in me that i don't have And I need to go out in the world, whether it's in a good place. I'm going out to to Ruchnis or in other places. It could be work. It could be uh, 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 all kinds of distractions. But the point is, it all comes from a sense of void, a sense of being deficient. And I need something out there to fill me up and to be that missing link. There's something outside of me that I need to find. And people are in this tragic, endless search that never ends and goes on and on looking, quote unquote, for myself, for that missing piece of me. But this whole equation comes from a misunderstanding, a misinterpretation of those feelings. Because just like a well, a well has all the water it ever will ever need and will ever produce. It's already there. My job is not to collect the water, is not to gather the water, certainly not to create the water. My job is to access the water, to remove the obstacles, the earth, the dirt, the rocks, the boulders, or whatever else garbage is stuffing it up and to remove that. Once I remove and I create a clear pathway, the water will come gushing and rushing up by itself. And that is exactly how Hashem made each of us. We each have a well, a wellspring Of beautiful energy, love, light, warmth, ruchniyis, connection, and positive energy and power. And all of that, everything we ever will need, is already here. Right here in my heart. Right here in our neshama. We're born that way. We are not born missing something. We're not born lacking. And I have to go outside on some endless search looking for it to find it so I should be complete. It's already there. However, it's covered over. And because it's covered over, I feel in a sense of lacking I have a sense of missing something, a sense of deficiency, of disconnection, of numbness, of pain. And I misinterpret that to mean that I'm missing something and I need to find it. When in reality, all it is, is a blockage. And my work here is to reveal the wellspring, the well, the water that I have. And to dig deep, it's hard work. Digging a well is hard work. But it clearly defines what my job is. And all I need to do is dig in me and remove all the earth and all the things which are stuffing me up. And when I do that, automatically I will feel better. Now, what are these things? in a practical sense, in a more specific sense, what are these things which are blocking? What is the quote-unquote earth and rocks that stuff up our inner wellspring that we have? The answer to that is one word, self, selfishness, self-centeredness, self-obsession. There could only be one God, either Hashem or me. And who do I serve on a day-to-day, minute-by-minute basis? Am I here to serve Him or am I here to serve myself, how I feel, what makes me feel good, what I think, what I want? When I look at into the world, am I looking at how does it make me feel? How do I interact with the world and everybody around me? And what do I want? Even if what I want is noble, is good, is kind, but at the root, it's me. It originates from me. Then I am serving me. Or I am not here to make myself feel good, to serve me so I should look good and feel good and think good and be good. Rather, I am here completely to let go of the me and to serve God, to serve Hashem, to be here for Him. And in order to do that, I need to get rid of self. I need to sacrifice and serve up to Hashem the I, the me, so that I really am serving Him. So let's be a little bit more practical. If I am full of fear, there are people who are full of fear. They come Monday morning into the office. They sit down by their desk. And if they would pause for a moment, just feelings of fear, anxiety, irritability, anxiousness. What's the fear about? Business deals. Financials, the market, producing whatever it is that I need to produce. I mean, the the fear list goes on and on. Bills that have to be paid, projections, all kinds of things that go on in business. Now, on the one hand, it's very normal and very natural to feel that way. But if we get down to the bottom, every fear is I am afraid. That something that I want or something that I understand that I need, meaning through my eyes, through my perception, I need such and such to happen, it's unacceptable to me. It's not an option in my eyes that such and such should not happen and I have fear. I have fear that the outcome, that the future will not be the way I need it to be and I want it to be. So basically, all fear, even legitimate fear, at its root core is me afraid that my script for my life will not happen in the future. What is anger? Resentment, bitterness. It is something that happened to me already in the past, whether five years ago or five minutes ago, that did not go how I want it to be. Again, even if it's legitimate and it's logical, but the bottom line is the intensity of my anger, resentment, bitterness is that i am holding on to the fact that the world did not go how i wanted it to go this person did not treat me the way i expect them to treat me something happened that i don't or didn't want again that's i what's self-pity there are people who are depressed they're down they're hopeless they are full of self-pity always looking at the negative This is not going right. That's not going right. This one's out to get me. And they're full of self-pity. What's self-pity? Self-pity is that my life and the world around me is right now, at this very moment, not going according to my plan. Me, me, me. It's all about me. It could be couched in good reasons, logical reasons, but at the core of the negative emotion is me. When I am full of me's, there's no room for Hashem. There's no room for Hashem because I am so full of I, of me, of me, of I. I could dive in. I could go through the motions. But the bottom line is that my whole world and my whole life rotates around the orbit. In the middle is me. And that is when I am stuffed up. I'm full of me. When I'm full of me, I cannot access the incredible power and the wellsprings that Hashem put in me. But the antidote of that is doing the exact opposite letting go of me in every area that me shows up, letting go of fear because Hashem's in control and I am not in control of my destiny. And I completely trust him. Obviously, that's easier said than done. But to the extent that I let go of fear, even if it's legitimate fear, even if it's understandable and reasonable fear, but I let go of it and instead I take the attitude and I work on not being controlled by the fear and trusting him. And when I do the same thing for anger and bitterness and resentment and trusting that everything that happened to me in the past happened because that's how God wanted it to happen, even though it's not how I wanted to happen. When I let go of self pity, and I embrace that my life right now at this moment is precisely how Hashem designed it. I want it to be. So these are ways that I let go of me. The more me I let go of and the more I'm open to Him, what happens is that every time I let go of another me, it's removing another shovelful of my well. And when I do that often enough, all of a sudden, we're going to start. We start to have a pathway where fresh, beautiful water could go through. And we could be walking down the street or driving somewhere or sitting at a somewhere. And all of a sudden, we feel a certain sense of calm or a certain sense of joy or a certain lightness that comes up. What is that? A certain sense of well-being. That is the well that is the neshama that's shining finally through and the trick is to keep that clean i have a wonderful friend somebody who is a growth oriented person always working on himself and he's a beautiful voice he davens uh for yom niran in his shul and one year he went to his rav to talk to him, it was before the Yom Ram, he didn't really want to dive in that year for the Amid. And he was thinking of standing down from his position as the Shliat Zibor. And he was talking it over with his Rav. And he was saying a whole bunch of reasons why. And he was saying that, uh, you know, I don't uh, feel like uh, it's my place. And I don't feel that my voice is so good. And I don't feel like the acoustics are great. And I don't feel, uh, and he was going on and on and on. When he finally finished talking, the rov looked at him and said, did you notice how many times you said the word I, I this and I that, and I think and I feel? It's all about you. Let go of the I. It's about what Hashem wants of you. And that's how we open up our well. And when we open up our well, we realize that everything that I've been looking for, everything that i need is already here i was never lacking anything i just couldn't access it so there's nothing out there in the big massive world there's no piece of me hiding somewhere out there that i need to find because i'm not missing anything the water is going to flow by itself the energy and the power of ruchnius and Hashem's love will come all by itself. All I need to do is get rid of the dirt, get rid of the self-centeredness, and make sure that my well stays clean. To be very careful that the I should not stuff it up again. And all anxieties and all negative characteristics are all rooted in selfishness, self-centeredness. Sometimes we could couch our selfishness in noble intentions, but it's all. But if I if I'm really honest, what's fueling it? If it's I, and it's not Hashem. If it's Hashem, my heart's going to open up. There's a reason why when we do an act of, act of chesed to someone else, when it's difficult, when we're honest, when we could have gotten away with it. When we're Mervater and instead we give to someone else. When I'm reading a book and I, my wife's trying to talk to me and I close the book and I look at her in the eye, there's a reason why when we do these little acts, we feel a little better. Why do we feel a little better? Why? Because we've just removed a few more blockages and some more of that beautiful Nishama is shining through. I don't have to put it there. I don't have to put the connection there, the satisfaction there. It's going to happen by itself. That's beautiful. That's amazing. And that's what this Pasha is telling us. We know that a husband and wife are two halves of one neshama. You want the ultimate marriage? You want the ultimate connection? Each one needs to allow their neshama to shine forth. They need their bare mayim Chayim. They need their wellsprings of love, of light, of giving, of beauty to shine forth. But how do you do that? like a well? It's the cleanest, most precious, delicious water. But you have to work hard. What's the work? The work is just to reveal and access the treasure that's already there. We each have a full treasure. We're not missing or lacking anything. We were born with it. With the chilek of the the neshama. We have it already. No one is lacking. No one is missing. No one is a printing mistake. And when we do feel down, we do feel numb, we do feel disconnection, don't misinterpret that to mean that I need to search out in the whole world to find myself. Because that's a search that will go on and on. And... It's tragic because there's nothing out there. What I need to do instead is look in the mirror, say, everything I need is already here. I just need to get rid of all the things which are blocking it. All the self, self self-centeredness, self-obsession, the self. And instead, instead of looking at the world of what's the world going to give me and how's it going to make me feel, what can I give, What can I give to Hashem? What can I give to another person? How can I get rid of self? The more we do that, the lighter, the brighter, the warmer and stronger our own personal light will shine.